time to get geeked up. It's time to get geeked up, to stand up, comics telling you what's up, and movies and TV, I know you could feel me, music and gaming, you know what I'm saying, comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet, and if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look, and no show's the same, we always got a different game, always got a different game, hey, hey, ooh baby, it's time to get geeked up. Hey, what's up? Thanks for tuning in to episode nine of the Geeked Up Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is my man, your favorite, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm everybody's favorite. You're my favorite, though, you know? It's a good dichotomy here, right? You did try to You got me. I got everybody else. It's uh, quite the team here. It is. It is. Even though you tried to trade me out for Beavis week one. (laughs) Still, uh, it it fell through. So uh, you're all all like, so so far, I'm good. My contract does run up after this one. (laughs) All right. So before we get into the show, we're going to start off with a few announcements. Yeah, we got some big news here on the uh, Geeked Up podcast. We've been a long time coming. We've been hitting at it. It's been teased since episode it five. I've been hitting at it. But, uh, we're finally, uh, officially, we're on iTunes, everybody. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. What? What? So easy, really easy to find us. Go to iTunes if you have an iPhone or like an iPod. There's also you know? the uh, iPodcasts, just the app for that. I think it like comes standard with the like the new iPhones and everything. Yes, so yes, you can yes. just go to the iPodcast, go under go on iTunes, search the Geeked Up Podcast. Just search the Geeked Up Podcast on iTunes. It'll come up. I think there's some like type of auto-download feature where yeah, we're going to release them. You're going to get them right on your iTunes. Once you exactly. click up, it's going to be as easy as that. Who knows us. what the fuck the SoundCloud is anyway, you know what I mean? You yeah. tell the show, you're getting confused. Look, it's hard enough explaining what the Geeked Up is. Now you got to explain them what the website is, too. No, no, no. The sound iTunes, they got that all figured out. They got it on lock, the whole... We're there, downloadable listening experience, so we're on that. So check us out. And now, much to our fear, too, you actually are able to leave reviews for the show (laughs) and actually rate us. So uh, for all the shit talking we've done in the past, for all of the insulting (laughs) emails we get that we don't read, we're not going to be able to uh, filter them as much. That's right. We're talking to you, Seth, and your bullshit about the robots not being in the (laughs) Matrix. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Keep that in-house, all right? We don't need the whole iTunes nation knowing that you think a cyborg is not a machine or whatever the hell the (laughs) argument is. I don't even know what the argument is, Seth, but keep it to... Yeah, I guess that'll kind of uh, maybe do a little bit of a setup then for the new listeners. We're probably going to be getting some new listeners on iTunes. We're still obviously posted on the iTunes. Or yeah, to our new uh, people down at iTunes. Liam's <laughs> one of the new listeners on iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for all the people listening, we are obviously still up on the SoundCloud, and we're definitely still kind of like home base and love our SoundCloud.com page, backslash geeked up. That's 100% but we're definitely true. Still, uh, we're definitely now on iTunes, and for all the new listeners that we might have, we also have an email address, thegeekeduppodcast at Gmail. Got to throw the official mm-hmm. English here. Thegeekeduppodcast at Gmail.com is our email address. So in addition to leaving us iTunes reviews, you can also get at us directly, give uh, comments on the show, feedback. That's right, that's right. And if you uh, remember, not the iTunes guys, but the SoundCloud people, remember, if it changes to Reeked Up, just go back, delete the R, <laughs> yes. type in the G. I don't and know if the <laughs> iTunes is going to be auto-correcting to Reeked Up like the uh, faulty SoundCloud search engine, but, but uh, you erase that R, you put in that G, you hit enter real quick, you find us, or you just go to iTunes, you find us all, you email us, thegeekeduppodcast. At gmail.com. But that's not even where the news ends, though, because we got another... Oh, no. uh, 
I guess while we're catching up the iTunes nations, we're now in iTown, as I like to call it. <laughs> Down in iTown, we're going to be showing them how it's done. This is a uh, kind of a two-part podcast. Right now, you're listening to the Geeked Up podcast, where we're kind of talk about uh, movies, television, all that's going on in the geek culture. You know what yeah. I mean? Movies, that's TV, right. comic. You heard the theme song, right? Yeah. It's I guess, by the yeah. way, we'll catch the uh, iTunes listeners up. But first of all, the theme song you heard at the top, Andre Davi. You can find him at SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud.com. And I believe you can also find him on iTunes, too. At Andre Davi at I think iTunes. Audrey. I think you just search Andre Davi or yeah, okay, Andre, Andre Davi. Andre and, uh, then D A V I at uh, iTunes or definitely on the SoundCloud. He's got like he's not just exclusive comedy parody podcast songs here for people. Real music going down, so check that out. And uh, he does all of our songs. We got a lot of other songs too because this is also not even our only show. Really, we have a second part of this podcast called Geeked Up Game Time, where That's we right. play all sorts of fun games and have contests for the listeners. Get involved and email us to the same email address as that. Uh, right now we got a couple going on. There's a Saved by the Bell trivia contest going on. What? That's right. That's right. That's the last game we played. And you can check these all out too, like on our back catalog. They're all on iTunes. They're all there. They're, They're all, all on SoundCloud. So, so there's episode Geeked Up Game Time episode eight right now. There's a Saved by the Bell trivia contest going on that me and Devin had a stalemate. So we're actually going to be given a prize for the people that send us the best like Saved by the Bell trivia questions, so we can decide this uh, Saved by the Bell knowledge war between us. There's also we're still doing the Geeked Up Game Time. Episode 7 podcast where we're taking emails on your favorite characters by either Samuel L. Jackson, Steve Buscemi, and Al Pacino. A little bit more involved than that. you got to listen, but Geeked that's up all up there. Guy. And uh, you email us in at the Geeked Up Podcast. So this is kind of like a two-part podcast, but we've been uh, uh, releasing them as one this whole time. This is nine weeks we've been right. doing it. It's been getting released as two separate posts on like one posting date. Now we're going to be staring. Let's really run through what it was. We really ran through as a one giant episode. And then we split it up into, all right, That's true. That's the true. giant episode, not so much. Now we're going to cut the game time out of it and do that separately, but still release them at the same time. Yes, very true. Now we're going to change it up a third time. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the format we're going to stick with, I think guys. This is a good one, too. This is a good one. I don't we don't know want why we you, didn't uh, do this from the start. But. We don't want you to cram in Geeked Up. We don't want you geeking out on Geeked Up. Exactly. So we're going to release the, uh, the news, the closer look portion, the main show, about a week separate from the game time. Yeah, we're going to be stacking them out a little bit. You know, we're going to keep you guys. Uh, we don't want, we you, want you guys. We don't want you. We don't want you uh, binge geeking. You know what I mean? That's right. And we, we want, want you guys to be involved too. So if you're listening to the news, the closer look, we ask you to email in. Be like, all right, now you have time to. Now you don't have to stress about the game emailing in too. Like they're yeah, asking so exactly. much of us. What, are, what exactly am I supposed to be emailing? What a cyborg is? Yeah. Or who's my favorite saved by the bell guy? I don't know. There's this is supposed to be fun, guys. All right, calm the <laughs> yeah, fuck right. down. All right. <laughs> Jesus, That's there's true. no That's reason true. to stress. We're just all having a good. Time. Yeah, for the for everybody uh, listening out there in Itown, the yeah. first the first reason for our first change was the following audience wasn't clever enough to realize <laughs> that it was two show like two parts in, in general. So we um, changed that up. That's right. Now due to like yeah, due to uh, we're talking to you, Andy Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so definitely uh, hit us up on the check us out on the iTunes, check us out on SoundCloud, hit us up at our email address, the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail Leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, really just check out the show. And uh, one more announcement, a really good announcement, is for the first time in a long time, we're not kicking the show off with an RIP announcement. <laughs> Nobody died? Yeah, what? good job. Oh, somebody died, but no one we care about. No, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure some old silent movie actor died, but guess what? 
fuck, you never played Batman. Yeah. Uh, so we don't. A professional get. wrestler that was never a belt holder. And that's really the real announcement. Uh, like the uh, yeah, professional wrestlers us. made it like another month. Nobody died, which is always shocking yeah, to see. Uh, it's been since Piper, I think, that yeah. the last uh, wrestler went down. But it was good. So everyone made it. Good job out there, guys. Good but job. we'll see you soon. them all up for the gory Halloween <laughs> RIP news. <laughs> but with that, let's get into it. Let's start the news. And uh, you remember the last episode, episode eight, we uh, was pretty much like a big TV preview with the Emmys and the fall TV preview. And we want to mention that that's available on iTunes <laughs> <laughs> and SoundCloud or iTown is like, uh, what's that email address again? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but um, so to uh, start the news off, kind of get away from TV for a little bit. But don't you worry, it'll be here. But uh, we're we going to start love you, TV. We yeah. still love you. Come on. We're going to pay a monthly bill to see the movies, you know, every <laughs> just once in a while. But you still ever, uh, got a contract with UTV. God damn you. So it's going to start off with uh, the mo- little movie news and uh, kick things off with that. Uh, De Niro was just on uh, Fallon. This Fallon gets the stories out of people, too. Yeah, he, his does. Goofy, he, he does. He kind of catches them off guard with his goofy, smiling face. He's and just the, joking. Uh, boom, next thing you know, they're giving him the story. Yeah, the news isn't that he was uh, on there doing his terrible Fallon impression. <laughs> like, yeah. Fallon goaded him into doing it. Yeah. No, everyone does impressions. Like, no, fucking Robert De Niro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, did, did, did Fallon talk like this for a while, too? Yeah. You mean uh, this yeah. show? Jimmy. Did he put his lips up tight and everybody but, uh, laughed because Fallon looked uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny, De Niro. Um, he was on there promoting his movie coming out, The Intern. <laughs> funny De Niro. He was promoting. Yeah, he was funny, funny De Niro. Although I think they're selling this one as like a drama. No, it's way. like a serious. Not supposed to be a comedy. This is not supposed it's to about be. These like, commercials aren't hilarious. <laughs> and to us, they are. They they're missing the packaging on this movie. Yeah, to us and hopefully more people, they are. Uh, one of the funniest trailers See, you've seen in a while. I this movie better when it was uh, called The Intern. With the Internship. And yeah. Wedding Crashers 2. this exact same movie. This exact same movie, except... Well, they called it a comedy. And short of the uh, Will Ferrell cameo, it was uh, a drama in my eyes. But the gist of this one, get this, folks. Robert De Niro plays an intern. An old guy as an intern? Huh? What? And Anne Hathaway has to teach him the ropes at the serious business. I job. bet you if these young kids learn about about learn a lot more about life from De Niro, then De Niro learns about business from them. You know what I mean? But I bet he learns a little something new too. Like I bet there's a hilarious. Yeah, sorry, old man. It's called the internet. Fucking move fast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, where do you mail these and documents? Uh, shut up, De Niro. Fucking. That's what I was gonna say. I bet you there's a hilarious, hilarious scene where like Anne Hathaway is trying to like teach him how to use like Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, wait, I swiped left and right, and this girl's gonna blow me. <laughs> well, I got a book of faces. It's called the yearbook. Oh, oh intern. Niro, you're so old and crazy. I bet you at one point he messes up the coffee order. <laughs> but, you know, they're a little embarrassed to tell him. Oh, I bet you there's man. one guy that's especially hard on him, you know? <laughs> Get out of here, old man! <laughs> yeah. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Twitter? Like, uh, in my day, like uh, Twitter was a bird that always tried to get away from a cat on the Looney Tunes. <laughs> All right, whatever, intern. Yeah. No, but but in the end, he'll make it. And I'll bet you he gets offered the job, but he uh, doesn't take it in the end because now he's going to go climb a mountain or some I shit. I bet you they don't give him the job because it'd probably be too much of an insurance risk. Oh, dude, I bet you he dies at the end. <laughs> I bet you like he gets like some or heart attack. And the last scene it was like, we were going to offer him the job, <laughs> yeah. too. But uh, thank God he saved the day by at least announcing that the plans for uh, Scorsese's film, The Irishman, are still like in the works. They're really still working on it. 
And this is going to be a good one. It's, gonna, it's supposed to be De Niro, Pacino, fucking Pesci's going to crawl out of from whatever he's been doing. <laughs> yeah. Finally recovering from all the wounds he received in Home Alone <laughs> and Home Alone 2. Yeah, crawling out of the, the hole from Casino. Fucking <laughs> yeah, hopefully Jesus. looking better. Pacino, you really never... Yeah, there was also talk about maybe Keitel being... And this has been like Keitel, a very, Pacino, uh, very long since rumored movie yeah. of like a super gangster film. Now like there's talks about all of these huge, like these iconic gangster mm-hmm. actors. Pacino, Keitel, these guys, Pesci, like... Jazz commentary. A couple thoughts about this right off the bat is too. I like how like De Niro's there just trying to uh, do the intern and just like, you can't talk to De Niro. Though. Like, so just tell me something about a, mo- a gangster movie with Scorsese, yeah. please. Come like, on. I'll give you two choices. Do an impression of me or... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Give me this scoop on something interesting with your career yeah so he's in this movie and i guess the uh but this has been like a long uh since rumored movie it's been in the works they haven't been able to like logistically get it all done with the production company yeah, for no. whatever reason but this is kind of one of those that's coming off the bat of me of just like maybe like 15 years too late for like the mega classic getting all the gangsters together yeah, we've already talked about back together uh, because like in the go-to guy game time that how hilarious pacino is already you know we're yeah. not getting godfather it's, pacino here yeah. we're getting this crazy son of a bitch <laughs> yeah. and like de niro just looks so tired all the time and old and like what is fucking Johnny Blue Eyes, Tony Bright Eyes, gonna show up? Like you're telling me, Leota's not gonna be in this fucking <laughs> hopefully course, awesome movie. Leota's or Molten Sante and the Soprano guys will make a uh, yeah cameo. There's no way Steve. It's Shirippa's gonna be like the uh, this, but the Expendables, but like with all the exactly. mafia movies. Yes, that's like, a great way to put it. Exactly. Every mafia guy. But this kind of would be like I would kind of be way more excited for this finally coming out because Scorsese at least has done. You know, so like his recent work has been pretty good. Last things he's put out, anyway. So it'd be kind of like I'd be almost more psyched for this if there was like they were featuring some of the younger gangster actors, or just kind of like a new era of like gangster movie people. But to just giving us this one retrudging every like now seventy year old gangster, just gonna like gonna feel too much of like a forced feel for this. And I don't like as much as Pesci might need it for his career. I don't think Scorsese needed to go in that angle. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I like see the what Departed you're saying. was not like. It they used Damon and these, you know, DiCaprio younger young guys. guys. They didn't do just like the old team of Goodfellas. This seems to me kind of just like reliving the glory days a little too much. It's obviously what it is. It seems like watching like Hogan fight Sting now <laughs> in like whatever like wrestling federation I haven't heard of that goes on on no, TNN uh, on Thursdays. I don't think Hogan's landed any wrestling games. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, uh, maybe uh, the Irishman 2 is where they'll get all the younger guys in there. It's like the Expendables 2. I got it right. Ronda Rousey will somehow make her way in there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, are some of the newer gangsters going to get their invite? Like, does, uh, I don't know, Johnny Let's... Depp now get his uh, invite because of fucking yeah, he's Whitey Bulger? I guess gangster movies is uh, in the news as well with the Black Mask being out in the uh, theaters getting rave That's right. reviews. That's right. Yeah, you get the first uh, gangster movie, The Intern, starring uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, right. And then the second one, you get the uh, so Whitey Bulger Depp story. Made a better intern and uh, <laughs> De, Niro De Niro a better Bulger, but you know. Well, because yeah, the Black Mask is out right now. It's the story of Whitey Bulger. It's Johnny Depp playing him, and like he doesn't look like Johnny Depp, which is the crazy thing. You know, they got him in the makeup and they got yeah, like the yeah. blue contacts in. People were saying like, they, oh, they look just like him. But I was like. I don't know, man. Maybe, like, it save just... some bucks and, like, actually get, like, a guy. Like, why not fucking <laughs> yeah. get um, the dude and fucking have him play him? You're right. Why not have De Niro play him? He looks more like a, looks an, old more like an old man than Johnny, man Depp, than Johnny Depp, does. Depp Yeah, like, they're trying to get... They're trying to just, like... Because that's one thing like, about you're telling this, this movie is interesting. I think that they... Instead of focusing on, like, the story, it's kind of being more focused on Johnny Depp. And what you're hearing about this movie is more, like, what a great performance it is by Depp than a great movie. Yeah. But this one sounded like a great... 
idea for a bi- biopic on Whitey Bulger, classic like yeah, for sure. character, great movie. Obviously, they've already made like so many movies about him without actually calling it about him. You'd figure once they get the rights to like use his story, yeah, really, really. Like James Woods played like the character based on Whitey Bulger on Ray Donovan. Fucking Jack Nicholson of course, was knows um, the Departed. Yeah, Nicholson and the Departed. No, yeah, Nicholson and the Departed. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah for sure. But so, but this movie but instead of being, actually instead him, of anybody actually. mentioning what a good movie it is, everybody's kind of like universally like. Feels the movie's eh, but the performance top notch, spectacular performance by Depp, mm-hmm. but a shitty movie. Other than that, kind of remember, like I don't think anyone's really saying it's a shitty movie. I'm just saying it's like it's not like a. If you ever seen like, of course you've seen Goodfellas, where Goodfellas is more of like a Hollywood good time. Yeah, they're like out there that. dancing and stuff. That was definitely yeah, exactly, like a, kind of like Hollywoody like. Glamorizing, glamorizing uh, the whole, glamorize the whole mafia lifestyle. And exactly. Very Where fun, this one, hilarious space. Where this one's more similar to the movie Iceman that came out a couple years ago. Okay. It's got that more real feel, like the Iceman. Kind of more of like a down, like a gritty... Uh, exactly. With the weird guy from a Boardwalk Empire, uh, fucking Michael Shannon. Okay. Played the Iceman, who was like a hardcore assassin, but like, like I said... the most hardcore... Talk about like an interesting guy for a biopic. The Iceman was like the most brutal like mafia murder guy ever. A Jersey guy. <laughs> But that was like a serious movie where, like, you know, you came out of it and you were like bummed out. Like I, you know, I just like you couldn't compare. It. I feel like Black Mass is what they're saying is like kind of like the same thing. Like it's not like a flashy, like oh look how fun Whitey Bulger was. It's like a serious, like yeah. gritty, like look how hard and um, look how yeah yeah. Just uh, but still, my whole like problem with it is that like you're telling me there's not like some fifty year old actor in Boston. That was like been acting his whole life. That wouldn't have yeah. been perfect for this who is, role. Who was Dennis Leary's like buddy and uh, <laughs> yeah. like Danny Clark or whatever that guy's <laughs> yeah, name? Yeah, really, about. dude. Lenny Clark. You tell me, Lenny Clark wasn't available for Whitey Bulger. Yeah, I guarantee you, he auditioned for it. No, but I think all or in Joe all, I like, from uh, um, like I've like heard that it's around like a seven. Why not Joe from Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, where's Joe Kappa still? <laughs> we haven't done any Joe Kappa RIPs. Lawrence Tierney must still be taken out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, come on. You've been the perfect Whitey Bulger. Yeah, no, that would have been good. But, uh, yeah, so overall I hear that uh, I've done, neither one of us have seen it yet. But uh, we hear that I think the overall the verdict, though, is great performance by Depp. Rivaled only to De Niro's performance in The Intern. That's right. Too. So the blind is like, give it a review. I'd give it a 7.5. But the one movie that's actually doing better than it in the theaters, which is fucking crazy, seeing that this trend is still going, dude, is uh, Maze Runner 2. Maze Runner 2, yeah, box office, like, killing their box office expectations. It's number one two weeks in a row for a movie that, like, they were only estimating to make around $20, $30 million or whatever, and it was a very low-budget movie. Yeah, for sure. Movie standards, because they weren't expecting it to be a huge one. It's the sequel to it. Like, okay, I, never, I guess you're a little bit more familiar because you did see the first one of I this I saw it because it was on HBO. And okay. I was like, right, I have HBO, HBO. Gotcha. I'm hungover this Sunday. Why not watch yeah. little Maze Runner? The channel changer's over there. Exactly. We're exactly. watching Maze Runner <laughs> and fucking hope to God Sex in the City isn't coming on afterwards because we're watching that thing. I'm not moving. <laughs> we're watching that But too. it's just that same, like, fucking Hunger Games, like... Kids are in some kind of like terrible dystopian future where like they must battle each other or like figure out how to live okay, this crazy yeah, life. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've seen it, man. Like the old Lord of the Flies scenario. Exactly, but over and, and over again. Like, but it's doing great. But this one's it's, called Maze Runner. So yeah. they're running through a lot of mazes out there. There's a maze you got to run through, and then uh, I guess this one's a scorch trial. And they get caught in there, and there's all sorts of obstacle courses where people are getting killed, and yeah. they gotta. So I'm guessing some uh, dreamy kid is uh, getting chased <laughs> around by fire this time. It's yeah. scorch trials. And, uh, he's gonna make it through. But of course, man, like I don't go to the theaters. 
fucking unless it's like there's a new Avengers movie coming out. But like that yeah, slow time in comic book. Uh, yeah, but the market for the theaters is like the sixteen year old, like the fifteen to like eighteen year old kids who are like just starting school again. Of course they're gonna they've read the book. We've read all the Maze Runner books. Of course, they're going on Friday to like. Okay, that's an interesting one of these aspects too, because you were telling yeah. me that this is one of these and other things that taken from a book of like young kids are interested, mm-hmm. but, like the Twilight Kids, the, Twilight and the fucking Hunger exactly, Game chicks, the, the fucking same thing, and they so all do well. on a market that we've never heard of, and now they're knocking off De Niro and Johnny Depp in the process. So I guess good work. So that's uh, everything that's coming out. So now we're gonna take a look ahead into the movies. All the new trailers coming out, all the new hot new movies that are about to come out, and uh, releasing real soon. The first one up is uh, The Martian. The Martian's uh, going to be the big, uh, the first big fall movie here. There's a big cast to it. Matt Damon, of course, is the lead. Matt Damon gets lost on Mars. Seen the trailer. Looks terrible. Comes <laughs> up next week. Looks like it's going to be an absolute killing. I don't know if it's coming out on IMAX. I know The Walk is coming out in IMAX in a couple weeks. I'm not sure if yeah. The Martian's going to be released in IMAX as well. Looks like it would be a great... Uh, I'm sure it is. Movie. It's... Matt Damon gets lost on Mars. His mm. crew fi- thinks that he's dead. They leave him behind. Now he's gonna survive for four years till they come back, as well as figuring out how to contact the age-old story. You know, <laughs> just this time, literally being told on Mars. On Mars. So it's, being... it's got a, It's got like an evil Jeff Daniels that doesn't care. <laughs> no, like Matt Damon's life isn't worth that. Exactly. We've got money to save here at NASA. Fuck Matt Damon. Yeah. So now he's getting plus, left behind. Yeah. Plus he's flicking off Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Leave him up there. What a dick. Buzz Aldrin's an yeah, American seriously. hero. You know why? Because he made it home. Yeah. Right. He didn't so have what, to build were... a garden on the moon. Yeah, he didn't get left behind, buddy. Yeah. Plus he seems to be showing his cards way too hard for like wanting to get home so bad. He's showing them they can do pretty good. Hey, look, I built a whole garden. Yeah, seriously, up here. you're surviving. I've been pretty good in that little garden, Mr. Best Biotinist in the world. Yeah, so uh, the other thing about the Martian is then, so then, like, the second plot twist, though, is then, so after Damon gets left behind, like, much to uh, Jeff Daniels' dismay, <laughs> like, a team of NASA astronauts, like, commandeer one That's of right. the spaceships, That's right. and, like, against the government's plans, <laughs> take it over, and they're like, the government will never talk to us again, and we might die, and then it shows, like, Damon talking to his family on webcast, like, <laughs> yeah. we gotta do it, yeah. as, like, Hendrix is playing in the background, and just, like, this movie's not taking it, this trailer's not taking itself as seriously. <laughs> <laughs> as I would imagine the movie does at some point. So, well, they say it has the dramatic it music in the really background. And, uh, bunch of faces just staring. Like, oh no, <laughs> what can we do? Eat my dick, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. <laughs> Eat Buzz Aldrin. That doesn't go with the music at all. Yeah. And then go Hendrix fuck yourself. Wait, this is more like it. Really, he's going to be That's like a right. snarky asshole. How many like snarky different characters does Damon have? See, like the gritty street tough Boston guy that's also a genius, the astronaut that's also <laughs> a fucking like wisecracker. Ma- Jesus, fucking hey, man. Damon. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Damon fan either, dude. Because I feel like he's like that in real life too. Yeah, he's like, well, sure. I'm much like the character I played he's in Born Identity, where I just learned it's quick. Another movie that's uh, coming out soon, though, or right around the corner, is the uh, Steve Jobs flick. Starring uh, Michael Fassbender. That's going to be the next one. I think that Fassbender is going to be the other up for the Academy Awards. I think that there's going to be a lot of Oscar talk probably with Damon just because of the nature of that one. And then also Fassbender as well is getting a lot of uh, rave reviews and acclaim for this performance from Steve Jobs. Well, he's great, too. Spoiler alert, I think he dies at the end. (laughs) Aw, dude, what? (laughs) What? 
<laughs> At least he does, he does it. Does he ever wear the turtleneck in the movie? <laughs> yeah, right. And the glasses. I got a feeling of bow ties. I got a feeling there's going to be a couple of bow ties in this. Man. But this kind of reminds me of, off the bat, a couple of movies of recent, like, it has, like, a, a social networky kind of feel of, like, the story of one of these, yeah. like, mega billionaires from Silicon Valley kind of thing. I don't think this one is as, like, like embedded with controversy and hate as the social network, though. Yeah, I don't think Jobs... Is Jobs as big of an asshole as Zuckerberg? I don't know. I'm not up with the... Uh... No, I don't think he's as big of an asshole. I'm sure there'll be some uh, controversy. The trailer shows that he's obviously denying his daughter. Yeah, I didn't know that Jobs had a daughter on welfare this whole time. Yeah. Or, but, or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I love the line, like, you can see how much she looks like you, right? It's like, yo, fucking be cool, man. Like, are you my friend? <laughs> yeah. Are you just some stranger you know saying No, I'm this? your boss, right? Yeah, like, right. Well, you're sure obviously you fired. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's a $100,000, like, be quiet I heard sign. you because you were fucking smart enough to keep your gap shut and say the right. Yeah. Jesus. But uh, the other one that this kind of reminds me, I guess, is because if am I wrong, but wasn't there just like a Steve Jobs movie a couple years well, ago? Well, that's what I think everyone's like really wondering this year is, will a Michael Fassbender be possibly be able to hold up to the uh, acting technique of Sir Ashton Kutcher <laughs> as he played <laughs> Just Jobs? That movie was called Just, just Jobs. Jobs. Okay, that's interesting. So that was called Jobs, and this one is called Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. All right, they that's a complete Steve. package. That's a it's an official official name. The first one everybody thought was just about the shit that they had to go to the next morning. Like, jobs. <laughs> yeah, Jobs. Fuck my job. I don't want to say yeah. that. I'm going to the movies, goddammit. I don't think that's what kept everyone away from the theater either. I think it might have been the fact that it was starring Ashton fucking Dude, Kutcher. where's my MacBook? I was like, one of the smartest people ever. And then you see him in interviews <laughs> yeah, right. like, I'm actually really smart, <laughs> yeah. but I just act so zany. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, you <laughs> asshole. I'm banging Mila Kunis now. But that one was a total failure, correct? Yeah, obviously. Now, do you think that was more because of an uninteresting story about Steve Jobs or... Well, we're about Ashton to find Kutcher out. Is an idiot. Like, yeah, if this one bombs, then it's because you got to figure Ashton Kutcher at this point. Like, unless you're packaging it as like a Ashton Kutchery kind of movie to like a younger girl audience, it's got to be box office poison for like any type yeah. of real movie goer to go see. So I don't want to like necessarily blame it on St- Steve Jobs as like a. Uh, <laughs> I don't think more. I don't think Jobs has any fault in this, man. I think Ashton <laughs> well, not personally, but <laughs> I think Ashton Kutcher is like the definite. Uh, no, you mean like just as like a as like a story base. Not like, this is like story. not an interesting story. Or just figure, everyone everyone except you has iPhones and like it's like a huge invention. And, yeah, like, but like they never made a fucking movie about the guy who made the TV. Like who cares that he invented the thing? Like did sure. anything else interesting happen? You know what I mean? Like that's a good point. There's no movie. Well, he dies. There. He does die. <laughs> So I mean, that'd be a that'd be a tr- sad part. Sad part of the film, but you know there was a lot because the Zuckerberg thing was the same kind of where they like in the garage invented this like groundbreaking technology that nobody knew about. But then there was a lot of backstabbing and chicks on yachts. I don't think Steve Jobs has as many chicks on yachts. You know, you need that in movies these days. Yeah, you do need that in movies <laughs> these days. So uh, I'm getting to my forte of comic book things. Trailer news, trailer preview news that now there's a rumor in the streets that uh, the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice movie might have two separate trailers. One like Batman-centric and one Superman-centric. And one more Superman-centric, yes. That's right. We're looking at both of them this time. No, I kind of think this is an interesting idea because it's a obviously the movie Batman vs. Superman, like I think one of the first big, huge movies where both heroes are yeah. uh, sharing the spotlight. It's not like so a I clear like this villain. this is like a good aspect to take instead of trying to like market it as a crazy movie where both of them are in to get together somehow how does it all work but then to send out specific things 
things for the Superman fans and then also just for the Batman fans to get their mouths wet will like really kind of energize both sides as opposed to having like a lukewarm feeling by everybody, you know? So Something tells me the Batman trailers, the Batman-centric one's going to get more views. Yeah, I feel like the Batman fans Batman have than... the Superman fans beat out. No, see, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm partial. Like, I, uh, I'm a Superman well, guy. Well, the Batman movies were bigger than the... The recent Batman movies were bigger yeah. than the recent Superman movies. Well, there hasn't really been a really good Superman movie. Like, I thought the Man of Steel was great. Like, the new ones we're doing now where the guy that played him in Man of Steel is going to play him in Batman versus yeah, Superman. Yeah. But, like, besides that, there hasn't been, like, a Superman movie since fucking, like, Christopher Reeve shit. And it's not going to be Christian Bale. No, it's not. It's going to be Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, Ben why Matt Damon's stuck on Mars, Ben Affleck's going to be down here fighting Superman. But you got to figure, like, just like with, with the Christian Bale the first movies. portrayal where Batman's from Boston somehow. It's like, <laughs> all right, I think we know. Get the fucking Batmobile already. Yeah. Fuck you, Charlene. Get the Bat-Cat. Like, Where's right, the cat? Fuck the Batmobile, all right? <laughs> you idiot. Like, come on. Hey, you seeing this kid? Where's the fucking Bat-Cat? Get in the car, kid. It's Robin. Oh. <laughs> But uh, just like with the old, like with the Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale Batman movies, like they just have like there's the more of that like general um, Batman fans. And also too, like if you're not from America, I'm guessing like you're not that big of the red, white, and blue truth, justice, and the American way Superman guy. <laughs> like <laughs> you think the foreign audiences, might yeah, be, like uh, might be more Batman fans. But Superman comes off as more of a douche anyway. Let's be honest, for sure, like, for sure. He's definitely the guy that's gonna tell on you and fucking like you're not supposed to do <laughs> that. Like, come on, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Why are you not wearing a mask? Why is everyone else wearing masks? I, yeah, I don't no, have, I have nothing to hide. But still, I think it's an interesting idea. Interesting. Uh, I think it's going to be a great movie. You've already heard me talk about it a million times. But um, enough with movie news. Something we haven't done in a while is a uh, little music news. We're not all just movies and comics and TV. I know it's you not feel all me. Batman, Superman here, folks. All right, I know. Uh, yeah, people geek out on music too. You know, let's keep it diverse, touching all bases, been kind of giving it the cold shoulder a little bit. Back at it, I guess, this weekend with uh, Global Citizens Fest here in New York. Sixty thousand people in Central Park. Big kind of music benefit whole thing going on. Yeah, yeesh. <laughs> yeesh, yeah. Chris Martin from Coldplay started, and he couldn't just put on a concert, could you? He couldn't just uh-huh. uh, donate all the money we got to hear. Because I guess the big newsmaker was all the people that showed up. Michelle Obama came and gave a big speech. And, uh, oh, right. Uh, tons of people. Matt Damon, who we were just talking about, whatever charity he's concerned with, got a big thing. So they're all there just promoting their tons charities. Tons of celebrities right there promoting Did anyone charities. ever play music, or was it a bunch of just fucking... A couple sets, yeah. The big news, I guess, Coldplay played, Pearl Jam, Beyonce. The big show stealer, I guess, was Eddie Vedder, obviously. Pearl Jam did a uh, solo acoustic version of Imagine, John Lennon. Then Beyonce came out. They did Redemption Song, Bob Marley. So Because uh, that's what I've always been clamoring for, too, is uh, when is Eddie Vedder finally <laughs> going to... Finally somebody that can sing with Pearl Jam. Yeah, when is Eddie Vedder going to finally team up with Beyonce like we've all been clamoring? Seriously, the match made in heaven... That's right. Eddie and Beyonce. But it is a great version you can find online, singing a redemption song. Not the best song selection, though. You're going to go out there, you're going to play Lennon, and then Marley. You choose uh, the two most hack, cliched songs. <laughs> yeah, really? Definitely should have went across the universe into one drop. Would have been a much better, uh, much better way to get him, but Jesus. really cool. And there was uh, like lots of other just celebrities showing up. Stephen Colbert and Hugh Jackman did like a version of Jeremy by Pearl Jam, which is funny. That's hilarious. It was just like, uh, yeah, tons of just every celebrity. And like you said, it did kind of get hijacked, though. Even just reading a little bit about it, like the, uh, I guess it's to stop Chris Martin's thing that he started over was to like stop global poverty just in general. But like oh. he invites other celebrities there to kind of like help contribute, and they all just take over with whatever shit they're aligned with. So like, wait, they don't just the- like back his one charity <laughs> no. thing it's supposed to be no. about. It went through reading the articles. Larry's like every they were just like, and then Beyonce came up and gave a speech about. 
about women's rights. And then Pearl Jam talked about sustainable growth. And then this is like, what about poor Chris Martin's charity over here? Yeah. Like, nobody's donating. No one cares about hungry people. <laughs> yeah, right. Matt Damon's out there bitching about, like, the free. We need more clean water. And you know what? Fucking. No, it's not good we enough. We need more for you. Dunkin' Donuts and Bastin, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Krispy Kreme, the hot and fresh. Oh, my God, kid. You see that? But uh, again, it's I just hate like Matt what? Damon. It's not good enough to just be like really good looking and rich and white. Now I fucking <laughs> had to get shook down by you. Yeah. You're like, hey guys, like you know what? Like we need more uh, water, clean water in Africa. Then fucking do it, guy. Yeah, right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You're worth like forty million, and I'm sure I'm uh, way underestimating that. Yeah, you got enough money to buy some Poland Spring and send it out to Zaire. All right, I'm and trying, I had to I'm make like a music here, conscious decision to either like pay money to see this concert or pay my rent. And now I'm here because I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent this yeah, month. Right. And you're asking me for more I'm money both. for some fucking kids I don't know. But, yeah, you know. dude. Like, but uh, music I love. I've now discovered uh, the artist that is Little Dicky, the comedian rapper. Fucking, I don't know, hilarious yeah, kind guy. Of like Weird Al meets Andre Davi. Let's <laughs> yeah. Listen to this guy a little dude, bit. Dude. He's a Jewish Andre Davi. <laughs> hilarious comparison. <laughs> I guess he's like really making it big now. He had this, well, not making it big, I guess, but he's really like taking the light now because he just made this rap video without spending a dollar doing it. He just like went around yes, and yes. like had people like let them use their mansion and like a car dealerships let them use their cars. And, and the part like, of the song was kind of the point of the song was kind of like an ironic thing about how popular it is in rap songs now to talk about how rich they are, how rich how he is. they spend. This is going the opposite. And he's talking about how much he saved, this about jets. how frugal he is. Exactly called save that money, save that money, y'all. And just like very funny video, very hilarious. Like Fetty Wap does like the chorus. The people are telling me that that's a guy, a respectable like <laughs> artist. I was gonna say you're gonna have to. Uh, Fetty Wap is right. a big shout out to Fetty know. Wap. He like, on SoundCloud. He like hijacks a T Pain video in the video. Nice, like nice. they find out T Pain shooting, shooting a video there, and just like straight up like ask him like, yo, like you mind if like we shoot in the same backdrop you shoot on? Like explaining what they're doing. Like yeah, and there's like a cut scene where it shows like the T Pain video going on behind him, and he's like off to the side like doing their yes. video. It's all funny shit. So then yeah, when then you when you look into his back catalog too, as me and Denver doing a little bit like yeah. in inspiration to this, he's definitely quality stuff. Yeah, definitely funny. deserving of a big shout out. What's his name? Little Dicky. Little Dicky. L I L Dicky. Little Dicky. Yeah, and he's definitely it's definitely a comedy based. It's definitely like kind of weird on rap but it's one of those things where unlike kind of Radcliffe like we talked about the other week who ran through the yeah. uh, Alphabet Olympics rapping or much kind of like Weird Al where it's more straight parody on that one this is kind of a good blend of both where he's like actually it's kind of that weird strange ground where he's like rapping too good for it to really be funny exactly like rapping too funny for it, for it to, to really be, be like good, good. so it's, it's uh, just like a weird it's great stuff but it's kind of like uh, you don't know exactly what genre to consider it you know no you don't you don't. It was like if Eminem finally got a sense of humor. <laughs> it's all about killing my wife. <laughs> yeah, right. And just in other um, music news, the uh, the soundtrack for the uh, film Montage of Heck, which is great. I think we mentioned that out. in one of the way early episodes of the show, but uh, mm-hmm. the recent Kurt Cobain documentary. Now the sound like that DVD is coming out along with the soundtrack with. Uh, I guess some more unreleased versions of songs that nobody wanted to hear for the last 25 years, hence not coming out. Yeah, and really, like, <laughs> all there's going to be like 60 unreleased, what they're calling home yeah. cuts. 
from Cobain. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those where they just like package. Because look, I'll buy my favorite band. You yeah. want to repackage like their songs and different albums? I'll spend the money or whatever. But when they start releasing like the sixth B side, <laughs> where it's like just because nobody heard it doesn't mean I want to hear it now. Like it's yeah, been you're right. Those last three Tupac albums weren't so hot, dude. <laughs> but they're not even like these are these are like songs you've heard, but the versions that they like decided not to put out there because they were really shitty. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. These aren't original songs. They're just like weird versions and obscure <laughs> tracks. And it's just like, fuck, dude. Like, how much do I fucking... Yeah, really. And the Kurt Cobain home footage lost tracks. Yeah. Doing heroin. <laughs> playing my guitar. But they're not as... <laughs> there's like a 90% chance she's going to kill me. me. Yeah, because that's the other thing about Nirvana too, and I do love Nirvana, but Nirvana you kind of have you kind of have to be listening to like high level Nirvana. They're not one of those like if you're a huge fan <laughs> of some bands, you can kind of like get into their dark tracks. But the, when Nirvana goes dark, they go really dark, yeah. and there's lots of just like screeching and weird fucking feedback going on, and it's tough to get behind. Yeah, this is a song where this is a band where "Rape Me, My Friend" is one of their more like catchy tunes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Rape me, my friend. Oh, yeah. That was their SNL track. Was yeah. Rape me. Yeah, really. And uh, that was uh, the documentary that was on HBO, and uh, really just shows you how, uh, like, what we've all suspected that Courtney Love definitely killed Kurt Cobain. Yeah. There was like a detective who was like, I can't say either way, but I would say that Kurt Cobain definitely uh, didn't kill himself. Wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have enough up. evidence to charge you, but, but everything pointed to she did yeah, it. She- yeah, I don't know. So the soundtrack She's still alive out. to hire a lawyer, so... It was a great HBO documentary. It was definitely a good one. Definitely a good one. I guess Worth that's a good segue to finally get us back into a little bit of TV news. And uh, Speaking of HBO, speaking I guess. HBO, we got some Game of Thrones news. Is uh, Kit Harrington has been spotted on the set of Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. Under much speculation, everybody's waiting to see what happens. Finally, nobody knows what's going to be going on next in Game of Thrones. And Kit Harrington, obviously, was the uh, John Snow getting stabbed to death. Yeah, the the big spoiler alert. Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> for the second time on the Geeked Up podcast, spoiler alert. But John he's Snow. Uh, John Snow got stabbed to death at the end of last season. Some little shithead really, uh, really puts a dagger in him at the end. If you know what I mean. But, yeah. <laughs> but the watch. But, but um, you know, and that's how the last of the books ended too. Is yeah. with the death of Jon Snow. Now, so right the, now, nobody knows what's happening next. That's except right. for like, we know Jon Snow's dead. Like, but now he, we know Jon Snow's back on set, dressed up as Jon Snow. Snow. Yeah, so. Kit Harington's on set, dressed up as Jon Snow, which kind of like ruins it as a book reader. Like, yeah, I always suspected, and then I started this giant internet craze where, I, like, I gave my theory <laughs> as to why I think Jon Snow was still alive. You, you, you emailed your theory to some of the great bloggers out there who started spreading your words. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that was me, guys. In case anyone's ever wondering, I'm the one. Who started those rumors? Because, yeah, that definitely was all the speculation after the, uh, that what was going to end up happening was he was going to be coming back to brought back to life yeah, by one exactly. of the witches from somebody else or whatever. Yeah. I could have said it better myself. <laughs> Just rescued Matt Damon from the Red Planet. <laughs> and then she came down, and now he's demanding free water for all the Jon Snows out there. But, yeah, so he's, he's coming back, and uh, or it looks like he is. He was on set, too. They couldn't even, like, play it off. Like, oh, no, he was just visiting the set. Any potential this is one of those, like, corny flashback scenes. They're doing it to rub, uh, to I'm, drum up interest, something like that. I'm sure that's how they're going to sell it, but we all know. We all know Jon Snow's coming back. I think it'll depend. Like, it'll be kind of a short answer if you're in Australia or wherever they film this thing, in Germany, wherever they film it. <laughs> because if Jon Snow's, like, around, if Kit, if Kit Harington is there for, like, months in uniform every day, it's going to be pretty obvious Jon Snow's back in the fray. It's a long if flashback. If we never see him again, then, yeah, it'll be what? It's a long flashback. So I guess that's kind of one of those shows now with the... Uh, 
the nature of not knowing what's going to be happening in un Game of Thrones fashion. Maybe you stay away from the spoilers if you're one of the big fans of the show. Yeah, really. Know things like this because that would be more like this is going to that's going to be a huge storyline, like a big WTF mm-hmm. moment that's now gone out the window because the old geeked up podcast gets him again. Yeah. Old Johnny Snow, you yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> We called it. We called it a couple episodes ago. But that's not uh, even the the Game of Thrones news. I thought you were going to. I thought there was bigger Game of Thrones news up front. Oh, as a, a, a match finally made in heaven, that's finally right. comes to fruition. Is watching Game of Thrones all these years, like I loyally have. Well, I felt one thing has always been missing, <laughs> as I feel with most shows I watch. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's true. <laughs> Every show I've watched since Deadwood has been missing. Is little Al. Yeah, where's Al Swearingen's making his way in like the in like the how is this not happened sooner category? Exactly. Of like this seems just such like the regal, you know, Ian McShane out there, just like in this regal world of just debaucherous, crazy shit going on. This is where we need. This is the Lord. We need to be demanding evil shit going down. Exactly. And if you couldn't tell what we were saying, is Ian McShane's going to be on next season of Game of Thrones, <laughs> which we are very excited about. Ian McCock fucking Shane. Is oh, be- you cocksucker. What do you got, cocksucking dragons? <laughs> yeah, send that cocksucking dragon to that cocksucking yeah. planet. One of me and Liam's favorite TV characters. Jon Snow's cocksucking back. <laughs> yeah, because Deadwood was great a great show outside of them saying the C word a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, that having one character that only said cocksucker through broken English, it was like actually a good show outside of the comedy valleys of woo. Yeah, but I mean, the standout guy in that show is easily Ian McShane. And it's now, do you be- think that is there going to be room? Now, I guess this is the kind of the Game of Th- Game of Thrones news we always get back to, but nobody knows what's going to be happening next. Do you think there's room for Ian McShane to be playing like a uh, really big character, a large character? Is no, be- I mean, there's, like, there's a lot of characters on the show, so it could be. And again, like we don't know because the books aren't out yet, so we don't know how big the character. They, they think he's going to be playing uh, Randall Tarley, Sam Tarley's dad. Who yeah, the like fat you? Guy's dad. Yeah, the fat guy's dad. The fat pussy guy's dad. <laughs> who like we always know like you hear about him through like circumstance like what like a hard just, like a hard ass he is and like he's always true to his cause like no matter what it costs him like the reason Sam is in the watch is because he was kind of like, like a, Al Swearingen like re- exactly like the whole story behind <laughs> Sam's dad is that like the reason he's even in the watch is because his dad was like yeah either join the watch or I'm gonna kill you in the woods because you're such a fat pussy <laughs> and like that's it and so you know him just be like who else could play this role yeah, but Ian McShane like, listen you fat pussy yeah <laughs> if you join the watch you're dead <laughs> dude <laughs> I had this shot of whiskey and get on your way I'll have my man EB <laughs> ride you up there is Trixie gonna be Blowing him the whole time that he's sending <laughs> Sam to the watch. Oh God! I Mel Gibson's gonna be rooting him on. <laughs> so really, if you so if you, you weren't already looking forward to Game of Thrones, yes, then season six, baby, it's gonna be a great one. And uh, I guess in other TV news, uh, I guess last night was the uh, big series finale of CSI. Yeah, this one, uh, we missed out on our big TV preview last week. We forgot to tell you and all of the stuff that was going on in the fall. We forgot to mention that CSI was ending. Yeah, and in our... which CSI is this? Because it's the original, the Las Vegas CSI. So this is the one with the red-haired guy that starts off... (laughs) That's the Miami one. That's the spin-off one, which I don't even know if that shit's going This is the one with Gary Sinise that takes place in New York. No, it's the New York one. (laughs) CSI New York. This is the new one that's debuting in New Orleans. No, Liam, this is the old one, the original one. And the reason Liam and I didn't... uh, mentioned in the TV preview one was because, much to our fault, we didn't know this show was still a thing. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was I just I thought those like, were the reruns of the old one that I was watching when I was watching the new episodes of the old one. Like, what? Yeah. And just like in our defense, too, like, we're not our parents, so we don't watch CSI. <laughs> like, 
We're still yeah. young, man. Or anything like, on CBS, for that matter. Yeah, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. And I guess, like, the finale was supposed to be, like, just as ridiculous. They, like, they somehow used, like, bees. And, like, the big mystery was, like, some guy that was high on some, like, Jamaican flower was, like... They, the was, like there, that was, was that's why he was killing people, because someone could tell him why he was high. And well, they somehow used bees to figure out the mystery. Like, ah, bees would never sting. <laughs> this junkie, he couldn't have done it. You can't really have, like, a finale for a show like that. Because, what, is there going to be no more crime scene investigations in the world? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's also a show. They like, need to just hang up the show on, like, their, you know, we're not going to be showing what's going on with our CSI lab anymore, folks. But don't worry. We're still going to be working on shit, you know? Yeah, that's a great point, too. Like, a show like that does not need a series finale. It's not like if you missed last week's episode of CSI, you couldn't <laughs> yeah, catch yeah. up into this independent episode on its own. So who is that? Oh, she's a crime scene investigator. I got it. Yeah, I got now it. I'm ready for this episode. Is it something with semen? It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it doesn't need a series finale. Although Ted Danson is getting a spin-off series out of it. CSI Cyber. C- which uh, what, CSI New Orleans or CSI Miami or CSI New York? Or? Which also the news in that is Ted Danson was on that fucking show at the end. <laughs> like, really? Probably enough to get his own spin-off? Yeah. So good job, Ted Danson. Still out there killing it. And I guess uh, the big, big TV news for us, though, is uh, a character now on TV, long speculated to be uh, homosexual, is going to be coming out on TV, on their TV Tim show. Tim the Tool Man Taylor? <laughs> no, it actually what? was Al. It was obviously Al. Was the, guy, the guy that couldn't, oh, yeah. get a, couldn't get a wife in his flannel shirts. <laughs> And it's just an obvious of a move, though. <laughs> yeah, right? Wait a minute. I never realized how much of an obvious poof Al was. He's <laughs> like, oh, geez, that Al has tough luck with the ladies, huh? Yeah. And his fucking fat bearded bear. With <laughs> yes, okay, that's great. That clarifies up. There's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of unanswered questions just came a lot more clear to me. But in, uh, yeah, just an obvious of a character coming out of the closet. Uh, Smithers <laughs> is going to be coming out on The Simpsons. Yes. Now, this one kind of disappoints me. First of all, I'm kind of, like, hoping it's just rumor because this is kind of, like, one of the all-time, like, ruined-the-joke kind of moments. Yeah. Because it's like, what was there? Like, were we supposed to be, like, really questioning whether yeah. or not he was or wasn't? I don't think The like, Simpsons ever needed to explain this punchline. Yeah. Like, like the we got ambigu- ambiguity of it was kind of the joke. So I think they might be needing to go, like, a new direction with the joke, so... Yeah, I would love to have read the fucking letters from the groups, too, that demanded this, like... Because it's 2015. Does Smithers really need to hide it? Like, what kind of, like... (laughs) Yeah, it's still his boss. He wants to beg his boss, who's, like, not into it. Like, he's got a good job running here, man. Burns can't make it out that long. Now we're making him probably get fired. This guy's probably going to be running the power plant soon, so... Have you not seen Philadelphia? Don't fucking do this. It's not gonna end well, but like, yeah, really, like, if you're gonna do it too with like a character who's like obvious, like, there was literally the episode of Simpsons where Homer has to move to the gay part of town, and there's Smithers like running down <laughs> yeah, the road. Yeah. Like, do you need more be like said? Every yeah, everything with Smithers has some type of reference on how he's gay. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no question in it. But uh, yeah, we're all been, like, okay with Smithers as a character, knowing that he's gay. We don't need to like. I think it should have been more of like a hinted around character. Like Bart should be coming out. But yeah, really, Smithers. This goes, I don't know. It goes in that whole, like, PC fucking, like, Miss Piggy getting all upset about Kermit banging a pig. And well, who knows? Maybe, like, in the episode, he comes out and, like, everybody turns on him and they're all shocked and, like, fire him. And it's like, hey. He this episode was written by Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he goes training on us. Maybe this is setting up, like, maybe they're going to turn Smithers into a post op and it all starts off with him coming out. That's the only way Burns will get with him. 
But really, though, like talking about this, uh, the Simpsons. Of course, you don't always think of Smithers. To me, I can't think of the <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> without thinking of Homer. Without thinking of snakes, the uh, the career criminal. Yeah, I can't think of Simpsons without thinking of Hank Azaria, who does every fucking voice on the show and still holds a pretty solid acting career. But when you think Simpsons, of course you're not thinking Hank Azaria. Of course you're not thinking Snake. You're thinking dope, Homer. Dope. <laughs> you're thinking Homer Simpson. Fucking TV is like one of TV's most hilarious. Yeah, probably the dads. greatest character in the history of TV. Yeah, and just like the greatest dad ever. Was able, <laughs> was able to just dad, like, I was going TV character. Yeah, just able to like choke out his kid and still be beloved. <laughs> and I got us to thinking about this week's closer look. We got a telescope, then a microscope, all of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close, take a closer look, closer look, closer look. Oh yeah, closer look, Andre baby. Dobby on SoundCloud.com, folks. That's right, that's right. <laughs> we told him to sing Closer Look, but he was the one that belted it out. One of Andre's great songs. Uh, he does all the tracks for us here. So, big shout out to him again. Again, yeah, you can find him on iTunes, out SoundCloud. <laughs> but uh, this uh, episode's Closer Look, where we uh, take a subject and take a closer look at it, is uh, Best TV Dads talking about Homer Simpson. Yeah, and I don't know the Simpsons and uh, Homer in general, like you're saying. You can't talk the Simpsons without thinking Homer, all right? That's what it exactly. all boils down to. And in a lot of ways, it seems like what all shows have kind of boiled down to since. There's a lot of Homer influence mm-hmm. in, like, every TV character. And kind of, like, the involvement of the TV dad has really gone a long way. Because Homer was, like, a TV cartoon character, so it was kind of, like, okay for him to be such a buffutzing, like, buffoon <laughs> idiot, you know? Yeah. It was just hilarious. But that, like, it was so hilarious that that's kind of become like a very common portrayal mm-hmm. for TV dads and just dads in general going on. So, so that'll take us a look at it. We're not going to do other like no Peter Griffins, no cartoon dads because they're all just fucking Homer ripoffs. Yeah, because that is a, such a direct Homer yeah. ripoff. Who's uh, directly a Fred Flintstone ripoff. But uh, <laughs> we're talking about Homer, not that idiot that drove with his feet. Yeah, Homer was way more hilarious than Fred. <laughs> I don't know about you, man, but... For whatever reason, when I think TV dad, the one that jumps off the page to me first is uh, a dad I can really relate to, Carl Winslow. Yeah, when you think TV dad, you think Carl Winslow from Family Matters. But <laughs> you do, yeah. There He's... are a couple, though, that definitely scream TV dad, like Carl Winslow and like Danny Tanner from Full House, obviously second from Full House. Those kind of like unlike oh, Homer. Oh, you mean white Carl Winslow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Family I mean... Matters was definitely black Full House, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> But yeah, yeah really. You, uh, I mean, that was like the quintessential kind of sitcom dad. They're there taking troubleshooting all the wackiness around them, being you know uh, not totally on top of things, but trying their best, being a loving father and just like a good non-comedy relief side character for the show. Well, exactly, both of them too, man. Like Danny Tanner was dealing with Gibbler, fucking uh, Carl Winslow was dealing with Urkel. His yeah. dad's while raising kids the right way. Yeah, yeah, dealing with the neighborhood pests. But Carl had Eddie to, lo- to, to, to lean on, you know what I mean? He had a male in there. Yeah, but Eddie's was a, Eddie was a mess. <laughs> Eddie's best friends were Waldo, Faldo, Geraldo, <laughs> and Steve That's Urkel. True. But really, he was at least dealing with daughters. You know? Like Winslow was a cop, too, and I remember him falling asleep one time and waking up, and the whole house was robbed. <laughs> the whole was, house got cleaned up. No, that was in Die Hard when he was the cop. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was Family Matters. Was... No, for sure it was Family Matters. <laughs> 
And he had to like eat crow because he was the cop who yeah. fell asleep during his own home robbery. But I, I always felt bad for Carl though because his uh, his wife was quite the handful. Was it his wife or his sister or whatever that fucking there's one of them was always screaming, hollering and raving. Yeah, no, I think it was his wife's sister, which is even better. And the old mom lived with them, and but yeah, that's a. <laughs> Because there's a couple of the other kind of like vintage uh, sitcom dads, especially from that era, like Tim the Toolman Taylor was ruh, 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 yeah, showing his kids. Like he was a great example of showing his kids parenting through stupidity. Where just yeah, like he right. couldn't do anything without trying to add like an engine to it and having it blowing up the kitchen. Yeah, somehow. and constantly putting their lives in danger. <laughs> yeah, like, dad, does the shower work? Oh, it does not only work, but then we manned it up. <laughs> yeah, like no fucking ladies. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about the hilarious sexist undertone of that show too. Where like the show within the show tool time, like his fucking like intro girl was Pam Anderson. Like, let's yeah. bring on Tim. All of the Heidi's that came on. And it was. Everything was like, now this is the man's kitchen. What's better than a man's kitchen? Then it's got slabs of steak put in there. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. all working really well. You built it normal. No, I didn't. Again, I, like I guess kind of the classic sitcom dad though would be uh Bill would be the cause in his in his pre raping career, I guess maybe like his I think that was like the height of it. Yeah, that actually, his, yeah, that was the height of his rape That's career. probably when he was shining in his like raping his career. Pre- like confer- before we were all looking at him as a rapist anyway. We were yeah. looking at him as like the perfect T V dad who's a good blend of kind of buffoon but also a great parent, you know. Well great parent. Always give the tough but hard advice and uh He'd always be stern, but he'd make him laugh with the wacky face, you know, he'd make his eyes open real high and go, Moo? Like yeah. face, you know? <laughs> He was always eating hoagies, getting caught by his wife. Yeah, he was still very much of a guy. He loved watching Temple and watching the game, but he was raising mm-hmm. his daughters, too, doing a great That's job. Right. And his son. There was a lot of kids in that show. I had to- to be honest, I had a hard time keeping track <laughs> on Cosby. Yeah, it was originally, it was like the Brady Bunch out there, but there wasn't two families. You yeah, know? I was like, who's who again? Take it easy, Cos. Wait, the, I, other, the one chick's not from That's So Raven now? <laughs> I think one of my favorite dads from that era, though, was not was kind of one flying under the radar. Because I think those are kind of some of the big shows where, like, those were kind of all the stars of the show. So to speak, I guess maybe not, maybe not old Carl Winslow <laughs> or Danny Tanner or whatever. But uh, one of my favorite dads who was kind of like a more under-the-radar character but was the dad from Frasier. <laughs> which that old curmudgeonly guy that had that, like... It was just so bummed out his sons were the way they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wanted to watch the Seahawks game in That's peace. You know, it is lazy boy. I wanted to crack open a Budweiser and talk football with his sons, and instead they would be yeah, like too busy bicker about who's getting the opera tickets that <laughs> night. Yeah, every single every single episode was totally themed around some very <laughs> effeminate thing that like he'd be out trying to go camping, and they'd be like, "But Dad, bugs scare me. Where oh, do we put the cappuccino machine? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ!" Yeah. <laughs> And then there was the hot English uh, housekeeper Daphne running around and just uh, like he's always checking out her tits and like the guys aren't interested. He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> he was definitely the funniest on the show. That same era, though, too, a dad I always like loved was like a dad's dad was uh, Dan Connor from Roseanne. Okay, Goodman from Roseanne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, John he Goodman. was dealing with, talk about dealing with a handful of a wife. Oh, Jesus dude. Christ. Yeah. yeah, not the best taste in women. I feel like he could have done a little better, like. That fucking thing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, plus, I was like, his three asshole kids, woof, man. Yeah, fucking yeah. Darlene. And the J was like, oh, he's very strongly hinted at being like a little sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, DJ. Who's obviously a shitty father. The neighbor's because- cat's missing again. <laughs> 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 
right. <laughs> D-O-D-J. D-O-D-J. Kill the neighbor's cat. The one, like, the special episode where the oldest blonde one got pregnant, like, 16. John goes over to, like, the, her boyfriend's house, like, about to suck the guy. Yeah, they but, were bringing the realness, too, because they were, yeah. like, also just portrayed as just, like, bro- like broke white trash assholes. <laughs> yeah. So he's, like, he's not doing a, da- a good job as a dad on two fronts. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not teaching a lot of lessons, but he's also not bringing home the bacon, so yeah, to speak. a real dad. <laughs> I guess kind of a great, like, real dad, and this is kind of more of, like, the main focus of the show, but it kind of almost goes under the radar, not as a dad of a character, but kind of, like, a parent as an aspect. But how about Tony from The Sopranos? Well, yeah, I totally. Huge part of the show. It's like you don't think of AJ and Meadow. You don't think of him as doing the parenting, but when that show came out, it was like the... (laughs) 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 Never stop thinking of Meadow after season four, of course. We don't want to be thinking about... Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Sure, season four. (laughs) But, uh... And that, I mean, you don't necessarily think of him as a dad, but that was a big part of the show is that it was like he was the mobster, but also he had the family life and it was like a glimpse at both worlds and kind of like oh, yeah, that was rounded the, out the character of the sociopathic mobster type. That was the sell the whole first season. Like, I remember like the trailers for that show before it came out, like the posters was like, how do you run two families? Yeah. And it was like, oh, at home he's got his fucking nagging Italian wife and uh, <laughs> at work he's got all his nagging Italian friends. Yeah, yeah. How do you do it, Tone? Seriously, he's got to deal with Carmelo and Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> a lot of problems out there. He did it well, though, by just emotionally shutting down and fainting all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's right. a great tactic, by the way. Seriously, good move. If I you ever like sympathy for just fainting. Yeah, out. if you're just ever getting yelled at at all ends, just fucking lay down and go to sleep. People well, will feel bad for you. Job Meadow went to uh, an Ivy League. AJ ended up almost banging that Spanish lady for a while. He raised yeah. some good children. You know what I mean? He almost successfully killed himself in the <laughs> swimming pool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you think of like yeah a dad like that. A dad, I guess that would be like very like at the forefront. Is uh, what about Al Bundy? Hilarious. Okay. Yeah, of course. And maybe we can even do Bundy. Bundy's like a two for uh, a two for fatherhood because he's also got the speaking of ha- hot Spanish chicks. He's got a modern family, too, where he's like the father of Sophia Vergara's yeah, chubby he, little kid. And then, of course, but his, his Bundy, older grown-up kids. The, uh, but yeah, Bundy actually, was... I don't know yeah. how we missed that one, because that might be like the behind Homer. That might be like the all-time go-to. Well, he's dad. just like the real-life Homer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where he's basically. just like not caring about his kids and... Yeah, all he wants to do is for his kids and wife to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's all he wants. So he can, like, not even watch, like, he doesn't even want to watch anything in particular. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to be left alone by his, like, he just wants to watch just TV in general and sit there without being bothered. Uh, he's got his one, like, smoking hot slut bringing home bikers. <laughs> and his, like, kid, like, his son is just intentionally made to just be, like, vaguely shitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's no like, reason why you know Bud sucks, but you know he does. Yeah. He's just, like, he's never done everybody anything at school wrong. hates him. He's just a little ass. So, like, he's not really a nerd, but he's not by any means cool. And then his more obvious is just slutty daughter. <laughs> like, there was no question. She's just dumb and slutty. Because yeah. every episode she... And that was one of those, unlike Tim the Toolman or even, like, Danny Tanner, where you'd be like, man, I wish that my father was, like, more, you know, appreciative like Danny Tanner or whatever. Yeah. I wish my dad was always put an engine on the fucking baseball glove when we played catch. Al was never one. Like, you always just thought he was hilarious. You were yeah. never, like... Well, guys, get like, really, a real look at Like, oh, my dad always wants me to just shut up. <laughs> I get it. 
That's true. That's true. I never Miserable Al going to jobs selling shoes. Like, that's what he had to come home to. Hated his wife. Hated his kids. And he did that so well, I think he plays pretty much the exact same role on Modern Family. Yeah. Well, except, like, with the police on Modern Family, like, yeah, he, but there's still, like, an emotional undertone. The great thing about Married with Children is, like, there was never that episode where he's like, I love you, bud. <laughs> like, you know it's all a ruse. You know I really love you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It was always just like, no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, it's been like six seasons. Shut up! He would be like working to like save up money, not to like provide like for the wife and children, but to like bail out on the family. Then his car would get a flat tire on the way out. <laughs> yes. He'd be like, "Fuck, I'm stuck with them again." Yeah. <laughs> like, and on top of that, he had his pesky neighbors always like fucking running by and just giving him shit on top of it. Like, what about Al Bunny? Do you think he has an open door policy <laughs> with the neighbors? Where like they go to come and like, "Hey, Al, you home?" Yeah, seriously. And he tells you every episode, like, "What do you know?" Christ Almighty, man. I guess another guy that could do a twofer would be uh, Walter White, of course, from Breaking Bad. Okay, that's The great. whole reason he got into the life of crime was for the family because he thought he was dying of cancer. Yeah, see, because that's a very interesting one. That could be a top. That could be that could be one of the winners because you don't think of Brian Cranston, I believe his name is. Yeah. Or you'd like Walter White, the character, definitely not thought of as a father. However, Brian Cranston still very much thought of as a father because as when how? that show came out, everybody was going, oh, the dad from Malcolm, Malcolm in, in the, the Middle. middle. He's lost his mind. Because he was a great story of, like, the show was called Malcolm, but the whole thing, other than the dopey little kid, it was all about the dad. Just yeah, being, it like, was. Pissed off and dealing, it. again, with his, like, his wife that was always angry. <laughs> and just, like, but more, like, kind of more white knighting it and being like, oh, whatever I can do to appease everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, friendly dad or the mom <laughs> or the pants. And dad was just this dope trying not to get yelled at. So he's But then, yeah, then I guess the fatherhood angle is definitely true where he is, like, selling meth to help out the family. Yeah. That's the only reason he did it. And what a at great first. dad that would make. Yeah, at first. But. Yeah, that's, that's, those two shows have been mashed together. How about like a new uh, modern dad? And this is kind of a weird one for us, as I'm sure we think of Louis as just like still the king of stand-up out there. But now his like Emmy-acclaimed show is really all the portrayal. It pretty much is like all steeped around father. And as much as his comedy act is actually now pretty much all about yeah, so much revolving around parenthood and his children. But uh, that whole show is just like really all about like... The life of Louis C.K., this crazy maniac, like a weirdo guy. Big factor father, of you know? it is, yeah, him being a father and like looking after his kids and doing a you know a so-so job. They're doing just a very Louis C.K. job yeah. where there's always frumpy faces and like awkward <laughs> moments in parenting. You know what I mean? It's just like when you add like awkward outrage into a nine-year-old girl's life, you watch Louis. That's right. That's right. So I think um, I think with Louis we'll leave it. I think that's a. Uh, Pretty introspective one that we, yeah, uh, we took a closer look the, at. Yeah, there. we ran through the uh, all the way to the modern day father from uh, days of Homer. That's to right. The days all the of way Louis, to Louis C.K. All the fathers on TV in between. Why don't you email us if we missed any great? We, we started with the bald dad. We're gonna end with the bald dad. <laughs> but if there's any we forgot, like George Lopez or Red Foreman from the '70s show, email us in. Let oh, us the know. '70s show. That guy was always hilarious, trying to break up his kids from smoking Smoke weed. Pot. A very yeah, very relatable to father, I guess. And they weren't story. even doing it outside. They were smoking right in the basement. <laughs> yeah, the '70s ruled, man. Yeah, but if we forgot that one. Email us in, and as always, the email is uh, thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. The Geeked Up Podcast. i throw that the in there. The Geeked Up Podcast, gmail.com. And I guess that'll do it for this episode, episode nine of the Geeked Up Podcast. Yeah, of course, big... stay tuned. Be on the lookout for our game time episodes, though, all of our posts. Be on the lookout for all of our back catalog of posts if you're one of the new listeners to uh, iTunes. we got a lot of stuff posted up there. There's a couple game times out now that we're giving out prizes for, so listen to game times seven and eight, and uh, then listen to nine and try to get a prize going. That's right. Email us in. 
Let us know what you think. Leave a review on iTunes. But other than that, that'll do it. As always, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. And remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? I'ma get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show is the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey, Time to get geeked up. Time to get geeked up.